6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. And today I'm happy to confirm that all provinces and territories have confirmed uh, that they will be moving forward with a standardized national proof of vaccination. So the Prime Minister announcing today that the country is launching a standard federal proof of COVID-19 vaccination system. The PM saying the vaccine passport will show your name, date of birth and COVID-19 vaccine history, including which doses you got and when you got them. The vaccine passport will have a common look and feel right across the country, including a a Canada word mark in the top corner. Uh, you can download it onto your phone. Uh, you can print it out. Uh, you can uh, ask for a copy by mail if uh, you don't have those capacities. So here's the deal. Saskatchewan, Ontario, Quebec, Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, Labrador, and all three territories have put this uh, national standard into use. Um, and, and the new national standard, by the way, uses the provincial vaccine certificate as its framework. The rest of the provinces, including Alberta, are expected to have it in place by the end of November. And you're going to be able to use this system within Canada and for international travel. Now, late last year, it was December of last year as a matter of fact our next guest joined us on the show to discuss canada's need for a national database to track covid19 vaccination uh, for a number of reasons including the likelihood you know at that time we were just speculating that it was going to be needed uh, a passport of some sort for travel dr michael wolfson is a former assistant chief statistician at statistics canada and a member of the center for law health policy and ethics at the university of ottawa dr Wolfson, welcome back to the show. Well, pleased to be with you. All right. Uh, as we, as I mentioned, you joined me uh, last December, and and at that time, you said the country was already far behind on having a national database. Now we're here almost a year later. Your thoughts on on where we are um, with all of this, with a database, with a passport system. Well, better late than never, but uh, it really is disappointing. And it turns out that uh, I just went on the Ontario website two days ago to download my Ontario uh, form. And here we are a couple of days later, and all of a sudden now I can go get a Canada-wide one. This is a, uh, unfortunately a stark example of the lack of coordination and foresight on the part of uh, the various uh, jurisdictions. You know, <laughs> each province or many of the provinces have gone ahead and invested, I don't know how many dollars in developing their own software systems. But when it was perfectly foreseeable uh, months ago that this would be needed and it could have been done in a coordinated way and in a way that realized the efficiencies of doing it once, not once for each province and then at the federal level. So I don't understand exactly the, the point that you just made there about how, um, you know, the provinces went ahead and did this because it didn't seem that the federal government was doing or that it was lagging behind and 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 people in in the provinces across the country saying hey we need something we need something and now here we are i i'm wondering about the communication or the lack thereof between the provinces and the feds on this your thoughts and what you've seen over the past 20 21 months on communication well, I, I don't think the problem is communication. I think the problem is the provinces are jealously guarding their jurisdiction mm. and they each want to do things on their own. And the idea of actually sharing information, you know, we've had the situation, I live in Ottawa and we're right next door to Quebec, you know, until this federal thing came along today, uh, people who were vaccinated in Ontario couldn't show their uh, uh, slips in Quebec. 
this is crazy that there were two different systems being uh, developed. We knew, you know, months ago, as you've uh, reminded uh, your <laughs> listeners, that this was foreseeable. So, you know, from, from, from your chair where you sit in Ottawa and the position that you have, um, you know, I, I guess I'm, I, I'm still just a little bit more confused at how some of these provinces, and I know you're not an expert on this, you're, you're just figuring it out on, on your end as well, but I'm wondering how some provinces already have this in place and then, you know, BC is like, uh, it doesn't work with the federal one. Alberta, we need to figure this out. I, I'm just wondering how this is going to continue to unfold. Well, I suppose uh, in a rickety fits and starts kind of way, you know, there, there's an example, you know, there, there, there's a, a organization called NAVCAN that handles uh, flight control mm-hmm. and they hand off, you know, millions of flights every year from one part of the country to another part of the country. There's standard uh, data elements that, uh, you know, people have accepted for years and years and years. Here we are, we, we knew more than a year ago, in mm-hmm. fact, that we were going to need some sort of a certification or, or database that would say, here's who's been vaccinated, by the way, not just for passports, but for all sorts of other reasons for understanding and managing the pandemic. Uh, yeah, each province uh, decided they would build their own software, some faster than others, uh, and they didn't bother to say, well, we're going to coordinate and use exactly the same data definitions or whatever uh, as the, uh, the next door province, let alone one across the country. Uh, I think this is, uh, you know, frankly, an outrageous situation where things that are clearly of national import, uh, the provinces are sort of asserting their jealously guarded jurisdiction and saying, well, we're going to do it our way and damn the torpedoes. You know, we don't care if we spend the same money five or ten times over when we didn't need to. Uh, the feds have said that the proof of vaccination system will comply with the smart health card standard uses technology that will allow officials to verify, authenticate the information without giving access to any other health or health information or identify um, or, you know, any other identifying factors, um, information that, that might be in there. Um, do we need to be concerned, do you think, about privacy? Well, we should always be concerned about privacy, but I don't think we should let privacy, you know, my favorite phrase in this area is privacy chill. We shouldn't let it chill out all kinds of beneficial uses of health information and not just whether you've been vaccinated, but it's important to understand, you know, from a point of view of managing the pandemic, you know, what kinds of cases have arisen. We don't have very good data across the country on cases. We don't have very good idea on which um, genotypes, you know, which kind of variant. Was it the Delta or the Alpha that you were infected with? You know, these kinds of data are essential to understand, and unfortunately you're next door to a province that uh, doesn't seem to want to do anything about it, but, uh, you know, to understand and figure out the best way to uh, intervene in order to reduce the amount of infection and indeed death uh, from this uh, very bad uh, pandemic. Uh, So, of course, you know, there there are all kinds of mechanisms and policies uh, to ensure the confidentiality of uh, individuals' data, and this absolutely must be uh, highly secure and very carefully managed but at the same time you know it is 
I don't want to use the word constipated, I guess, but <laughs> you know, they, you know, you've got these data custodians across the country who, you know, their incentive is, well, uh, I got to prevent a privacy breach, and I don't care if nobody can use the data for anything else. But here we are. I, I know personally a number of people who are doing the health modeling, you know, and, and they they need these kinds of data in order to say, well, if you lock down this part of the city or province for such and such a time, you probably can break the back of the spread of the infection, but they can't do that analysis if they don't have the data. Boy, oh boy, I mean, these these silos, these provincial silos and, and, and not being able to get that data to one big silo for the for the greater good. Um, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. And I think and I think it's a shame given the situation that we are in uh, in this country and around the world, to be honest with you. Oh, for sure. And it's not just silos from one province to another. Even within provinces, I won't name the province, but there's a case where uh, the folks who are doing the genotyping aren't sharing their data with the folks who are uh, collecting data on the cases. <laughs> My goodness. Ah, all right, uh, Dr. Wolfson, we'll leave it there. We're out of time. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for making time this afternoon. Appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. Take care.